this political coliseum, we slay the rising beast with the fateful sword of truth that transcends hypocrisy and censorship. It's time to unleash yourself from the tyrants of media propaganda on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. This is Unleashed, the political news hour. Greetings, thrill seekers, conversationalists, and lovable, brilliant, critically thinking fuzzballs. It's Chris Michaels. This is Unleashed on the America Out Loud radio network. You are in store for another hour of riveting commentary. And do not forget to tune in for the rest of the week because we have brilliant hosts all across this network. Just don't listen at the 7 o'clock hour, Monday through Friday. But you've got to fire it up all hours of the day, all days of the week to be fully informed about what's going on in the world today. And do not forget at any moment that you should go on over to the AmericaOutloud.shop. Plenty of products over there, especially if you are health conscious. It's very important to keep that in mind these days with all those despicable shedders uh, for all of those that have been injected with the gene therapy prophylactics. Go on over there to the AmericaOutloud.shop shop. You can find plenty of products. You can even find, I love this because um, I've used these in the past. You can find an atomizer to clean and purify the air. Very, very important, especially for those basement dwellers that decide to listen uh, just to critique your lovable host, Chris Michaels. And there's also this fantastic page on AmericaOutloud.news. They have a book section. So if you haven't perused that, I am an avid reader, I'm a voracious reader. Go on there and you can find some fantastic books like Perilous Paths. Uh, that was that really uh, piqued my interest. Dumb Energy, a critique of wind and solar energy, because as you all know, being that we're critical thinkers and you're listening to the America Out Loud Network, we do not take for granted our regular energy sources such as fuel and firewood, coal, and all of that. So excellent, excellent, excellent choice of books and products. Head on over there uh, and you will be pleasantly surprised. Uh, so I think last week I just jumped in to all the topics, but I uh, decided right now uh, that I'm going to give you a bit of a CV on old Chris Michaels, and that's uh, pretty much a resume for all the DEI candidates and HR that are listening right now. So I personally have been, well, doing broadcasting in one form or another, whether that's radio or podcasting, uh, for I think about 10 years now. So for me, what really started my journey down to talking about politics and current events and why I do what I do uh, is... I do not like deceitfulness, I don't like lies, and I don't like when people take advantage of this country. So this whole journey really started for me on September 11th of 2001, freshman year in college. That afternoon, I did not buy the official story. Didn't make sense to me. The girl I was dating at the time, she just was so angry at me for talking about that. She couldn't stand it. She said to me, why on earth are you talking about this right now? Can't you just be silent and be in the moment? 
for just an afternoon. And I went, no, I've seen too many things. I know too many concepts. I'm aware of the deceitfulness out there of the mainstream media and the government. So no, I'm not going to buy this September 11th stuff. Yes, it is tragic, but no, I'm not going to buy the story. And that day really set the fire under my posterior to make me look into these mainstream stories and all of these outlets a little bit more critically. Uh, and so wafting through my intellectual career, getting a bachelor's and a master's degree in public policy, uh, before I realized that the master's degree had the value of birdcage liner, uh, I decided to go in the only direction I could think of, and that is to talk into a microphone and regale people with brilliance, uh, wit, tongue-in-cheek commentary, and, well, all-around brilliance. I did that for 10 years. I was on terrestrial radios, so you're talking about AM and FM, uh, where I just made the libs bristle. I was on a very, very liberal radio station. I even ran for office as a Democrat, even. How do you like them apples? As a Democrat, I ran for office. Uh, I'll tell you that story sometime. But uh, basically, they took advantage of me, and I went to a debate, and I completely blew up every single bridge that I walked over with the Democrat Party. They kicked me out. They threatened me, physically threatened me. Uh, the Democrats like doing that, by the way, uh, and, and all of that. But I'll tell you that story another time. But throughout my broadcasting career, I never bought the mainstream narrative. While on this radio station as a uh, semi-conservative broadcast professional, uh, I they loved me. Because I was also broadcasting during the Bush administration. So, oh, goodness gracious. I mean, whenever I called out Dick Cheney or Wolfowitz or Pearl or any of those stooges in the uh, in the upper echelons of Bush Jr.'s administration, uh, they, they loved me. I was getting applauses. Oh, my God. He's known as the Rush Limbaugh of truth. He's on our side. And then once Barack Obama got into office and I started to call out his hypocrisy and say, wait a minute, he's no better than Bush Jr. or Bush Sr. for that matter. Then, oh my God, we've got an enemy of the state right here at our little radio station. We must take him off the air. I, however, being the radio professional that I am, I was able to cite everything I was talking about and nobody could say a thing about it. Why? Because there were so many other liberal broadcasters on that station that one little conservative didn't make that much of a difference. I had people from all walks of life calling in and saying, you know, I wish I could say the things that you say, but I am a professor at the university. I am a cop. I'm a teacher at an elementary school. I can't say those things because if I did, I'd be fired. And why can't you say those things? Why? I always tried to get these people on the air. And they, no, 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 no. I, I, I couldn't dare uh, put my tenure in jeopardy. It's just impossible. I can't do this stuff. But please keep talking about this. So I, that's where I got my start. And it really culminated during the COVID nonsense. That's when the rubber hit the road. That's when I made some real enemies. Because I dared to suggest that, one, uh, 
even though it says died of COVID on the death certificate, you may not have died from COVID. Or, well, if you may not have died from COVID, you're still alive and you're interacting with me. But the person that you're referencing may not have died of COVID. And there could be some financial reasons why they wrote that on the death certificate and they're not allowing you to know the truth. Just food for thought. And I brought up plenty of examples throughout all that. Or uh, just how the mandates were working or what the inserts said on uh, on the gene therapy prophylactics that were being injected into people, the mandates. I was commenting on all of that. But since they were so closed-minded and they had to move in lockstep with their liberal overlords, they decided to try and drum me out of existence. I would get hate mail. I'm not kidding you. I mean, New York's Times-sized articles of just vitriol and acid. I hate you. I want to, I want to break every bone in your body. One guy even gave me his phone number and said, you text me and I want you to name a place and a time and we will meet and we will settle this like men. That is the kind of person that is supposed to trust the science, even though I'm referencing the science on my radio show and you can't handle the science because you'd much rather believe whatever the liberals and the Democrats are telling you. So you're going to threaten me. You're going to meet me. Somebody that's been on this earth for over four decades behind the bike racks at 3 p.m. in school because you don't have the knowledge to combat whatever I'm saying because I am referencing the science and you're trusting nonsense from Dr. Fauci. So that's a little bit of the, of the CV of old Chris Michaels. Uh, so today's show, fantastic stuff. We have got to start looking into the intelligence networks that are shifting every single aspect of our society on the planet whether you're in europe whether you're in the united states you've got to be aware of this stuff and we're also going to look at what has been going on with donald trump and how the democrats are intending to sabotage and influence the election of 2024 so stay tuned right here You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, americaoutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use CofixRx because it works. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients, Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. 
you would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Okay, this is Unleashed with Chris Michaels on the America Out Loud Network. Let's get into the real crux of the problem, at least uh, that's what I feel it is. And if I feel, then it must be true. Uh, the issue of the clandestine services that are supposed to be upholding American liberty all across the world and the fruited plain. Let's take a little look at how they could be influencing not only foreign policy, but domestic policy as well. So let's go first and foremost into the very bowels of corruption. Let's look at White House administration or the Biden administration and their policies. And let's look at what the Congress is trying to do here. So what have we seen all across the news? We have seen countless stories about how Russia is the new devil. It has never left. It just went into hiding. So make sure, check your closets, check your underneath your bed, check your toilet bowl before you sit down. The Russians could be there and they could poke you in the bottom if you're not aware. What did we see? We saw that, oh, we've, we, we've got this foreign policy legislation. Uh, we, we need at least $65 billion for our allies all across the world. We need to continue to fund the war in the Ukraine, which, by the way, uh, the Ukraine and their neo-Nazi Azov battalion, uh, they are collapsing all across the front. So, uh, me... Uh, unfortunately for the West, I am never going to be of the opinion that we should support Nazis, and the overarching military administration in the Ukraine just happens to be made up of them. So me personally, old Chris Michaels, not necessarily a big supporter of what's going on over there. Uh, however, they are collapsing. So we need to fund them. The United States needs to open up the wallets, crack open the coffers, and we need to shove more gold, more American taxpayer dollars over there because they are fighting for democracy. Never mind the fact that their major military institution is influenced by none other than Adolf Hitler. So then the next, oh, we've got to continue to support Israel. We need to continue to level the Gaza Strip, and then we're going to go after Lebanon. So please, Netanyahu says, give us more money. And then we've got Taiwan, so we need to give them a bunch of billions as well. So that's what's going on all over the place. The American public is sick and tired of this kind of rhetoric. They're saying, what about me? How come it costs me more money just to buy eggs, just to buy, well, non-GMO food? Which, by the way, sidebar, for anybody that thinks the little label that says non-GMO on your food means anything, I'll let you in on a little secret. All, let's say you're buying beef, right? All the manufacturers have to do 
is feed the cattle non-GMO food for the last 30 days of its life. So this cow could be living for five years eating genetically modified food, and then in the last 30 days, oh my goodness, we're feeding it organic grains, and then they get to slap the non-GMO label on the food and charge you an extra six bucks per pound or whatever it is where you are. So non-GMO label, take a look at that. Anyway, how come it costs the American citizen more money to buy food, get gas? How come I can't even buy a home in this market? Yet we're giving tens of billions of dollars, if not hundreds of billions of dollars at this point, to people that, what do I care about the Ukraine? They're run by Nazis in the Azov Battalion. What's going on with that? That's the kind of rhetoric you're starting to see. And they're ramping it up because they want this bill, they being Congress and the Biden administration and rollover Republican like Mitch McConnell, the turtle, and his hideous wife and his awful family, and Lindsey Gramnesty, uh, not to coin a phrase from Rush Limbaugh, they all want this bill passed because their campaign donors are all made up from the military-industrial complex. So, of course, they want more wars. They can't have enough wars. They can't spread enough death. That's the kind of people we're dealing with, and those are the people that are maintaining American democracy all across the planet. So, they want this bill passed. They know their constituents can't handle it. They know their constituents, the voters, the regular ham and eggers and strap hangers like you and me, have said enough is enough. Where am I going to get any kind of relief? How come we have illegals streaming across the border and they're getting twice the benefits of veterans? They're getting three square a day in luxury hotels, at least in New York City, and they don't have to get a job. Yet our veterans are homeless on the streets and they don't get anything. And they have to deal with their own addictions thanks to the VA giving them nothing more than big pharma pills to cope with their destitute-style life. So, they're trying to ramp up the rhetoric. And this is where we have to cut through it. The first thing that we have to really start to analyze is this idea that, oh... And you may have seen this last week. I mean, they really tried to make it dramatic. And that's what the Democrats do, by the way. They try to make it as dramatic as possible because most people in Hollywood are Democrat supporters. And that's the big problem because they are experts in propaganda. They're experts in manufacturing big time silver screen events where, oh, gosh, look, another Star Wars movie. And I can't wait for the next woke ideology to be shoved down my throat in that. They know how to create drama. So Jake Sullivan from the Biden administration, across a hushed crowd, we've got knowledge. I'm going to make an announcement. The Russians have come up with a new threat that is going to be so dramatic. The national security apparatus of the United States is its in jeopardy. We don't know what to do anymore, but I'm not going to tell you about it. You got to wait until tomorrow. That's what he released. So tomorrow came and everybody bated breath. What is he going to say? What, do they have some kind of teleportation device 
where they could just end up in Washington, D.C. at a moment's notice? Is it something along the lines of time travel and they can manipulate how the history of America is? I mean, I know those Russians are smart, but I didn't think they were smart enough to incorporate time travel into their arsenal. No, no. So he comes out. It's all across. Everybody is quiet. All the media, they're very humbled and hunched over. They got their phones and they're ready to type anything that Mr. Sullivan says. And what, 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 what do we have to worry about from the dastardly Russians? I thought the Cold War was over. And they say, we know that the Russians have a new weapon that we don't know if we can counter. And it's uh, potentially nukes in space. Nukes in space? Oh, my God. How could this happen? What is the CIA even working? The nukes in space. Holy smokes. And on top of it, these nukes in space, they could knock out satellites with an electromagnetic pulse. Oh my God. No internet. Oh, goodness gracious. Elon Musk has been put into danger because all of his satellites, the Russians have some kind of space nuke that emits an electromagnetic pulse. Everybody, if we don't fund the Ukraine with $60 billion, this could be a reality. How could we let this happen? Where is the intelligence apparatus? How come we're not sabotaging the Russians right now because our way of life has been threatened? That's the angle that the Biden administration has come up with. Um, I, I've got news for you. The nukes in space rhetoric and narrative has been around for five decades. That's right. 50 effing years. You can go back to Soviet era high altitude electromagnetic pulse tests. From the 70s. Actually, if you really wanted to do some digging, you could find evidence of that from the 1960s. And the United States has the same kind of technology. So this threat, oh, nukes in space, and they could even have hypersonic missiles, which that may be true. That may be the real threat, is nonsense. It's idiotic rhetoric from losers that don't know how to think. And so they rely on the fact that most voters, and especially most Democrat voters, don't have any grasp of American history, never mind Cold War history, and even more so Russian history. This idea that there could be nukes in space, it ain't new. All you have to do is look at the SALT II treaties from 1979, where they say, um, maybe, maybe nukes in space ain't a good idea. Uh, we should put restraints upon things like fractional orbital bombardment systems and the Polyus orbital weapons system, uh, and, well, if we start manipulating electromagnetic fields in the atmosphere of the United States with Operation Fishbowl and Starfish Prime and look at look up all of these references it's not hard maybe we could have a pretty big deal on our hands and manipulate the climate and migratory patterns of 
beasts in the oceans and all of that. So it's not a good idea to do that. So this idea of nukes in space, utter nonsense. Then, oh, God. Well, then we had Nalvaini. You heard of him. He was the political prisoner of Putin. He died in prison. Oh, good. And if we go back and look at our social media, maybe on YouTube or over on X, you'll find plenty of rhetoric, especially from Joseph Biden. If anything happens to Nalvaini... If anything happens to Nalvaini, rebel rabba. At least that's what the transcript of Joseph Biden was at the time. He took a snooze, and then he did a quote from Blazing Saddles with Gabby Johnson. But if you're to sum up what Joseph Biden was trying to say in that speech about Nulvaney, it was, if anything happens to him, Putin will have to pay. Have to pay for what? For what? Think about this. Nulvaney. He was in Russia. He was backed by NATO, backed by the United States, backed by the Ukrainians, because you can find social media clips of him giving the Hail Hitler salute everywhere and marching through towns. Uh, yeah, that looks a lot like book burning and brown shirts to me. So this is what the West supports, and this is the consequence of what we see out there. Wait, well, we need to support. He, Nalvaini, is for free speech. And he is just a lowly grassroots opposition figure against Putin. And Putin, we all know, does not like any thoughts or, dare I say, political concepts that are counter to his narrative. So Putin obviously locked this person up, threw him in some Siberian gulag, and left him to his own devices. And so he is just this poor, poor person trying to help out the basic Russian civilian. And look at what happened. Listen, let me cut through the nonsense for you. Old Chris Michaels. The guy was a Western-backed, fifth-columnist, agent provocateur. Backed by the United States, backed by the EU slash NATO, backed by the Ukrainians, he was there in Russia to maintain political discord. And if he got away with a color revolution, then good for him, according to the West, and then... He also spoke about this, which you can find plenty of quotes about it on. He wanted to start to break up Russia. Particularly, he did not like the Chechens, which are Muslim. They're in the south, southwest uh, of Russia. He didn't like them, called them cockroaches, called for essentially the expulsion of them from the Russian Federation. In other words, he would reject their citizenship and allow for, uh, if we're to go down a dark road, potentially war crimes and crimes against humanity by rounding these people up. Supposedly, Nalvaini was a massive COVID injection enthusiast, so he could not have enough injections. 
that's the rumor. I don't know if it's true. I can't, I can't validate it. I don't know the guy. I wasn't there. But that's the rumor. So if that's true, the guy died of natural causes and his own short-sightedness. But that doesn't stop the House. It doesn't stop the Republicans. It doesn't stop the, the Biden administration from trying to say, we need to pass this funding bill. It needs to be done now. Because if we don't do it, Russia is going to be at the cliffs of Dover. That's right. You thought Hitler was bad, blitzkrieging across the West in 1940. Just you wait until Putin says, enough, it's on to Paris. So if we don't support the Ukraine right now, and Israel and Taiwan, uh, th this future reality could become something immediate. And we have no defenses for it. So this is why the 60, 180 billion dollar bill needs to be passed immediately. That's what we're looking at. That's the rhetoric they're trying to shove down our throats. An awful concept of nukes in space from the 1970s. A, 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 a extremely tired style story where, oh, a political prisoner, uh, which, by the way, backed by the CIA in the West, uh, died uh, trying to overthrow the Russian government in a prison. So in order to make amends, we need to support them by with uh, $100 billion. And the Democrats just love it. Oh, goodness. Oh, God. We need to support poor little Ukraine, poor little Israel, poor little Taiwan. We need to do it. And Biden is all about it. He can't wait to do it. We know Biden isn't in charge. It's fairly obvious that this dotard is not in charge. It's fairly obvious that these Democrats, whoever they may be, lurking in the background, they're the ones that are generating and executing policy. These people are the ones that we have to worry about. I mean, think about this. The head of the Pentagon went MIA. Remember that? A couple of weeks ago? He just disappeared. Didn't tell uh, Biden about it. Uh, it. We got no missives from the desk of Lloyd Austin about his health status. And then we were told that, oh, uh, by the way, uh, the, the second in charge, whilst on vacation, uh, she is, uh, she's taking care of everything at the Pentagon. Don't worry about it. Even Medvedev, former head of Russia, decides to call this out. He says enough is enough. He was quoted a few weeks ago. The world was watching a brilliant special services operation in the U.S. territory. The operation started in Pentagon, then continued in a hospital. Unexpectedly for all, including his elderly boss, the U.S. Minister of Defense, suddenly fell off the map. The former probably wouldn't even have noticed at all unless the public had been alarmed. Like, where is our commander? 
The main nuclear briefcase containing the Minutemen and Tomahawk missiles codes, where was it? In the surgery room with the minister or went somewhere on its own? Being a U.S. defense minister looks fun. That's all up to you. You disappear from the radar and go back again if you wish. Getting well is good enough. And the nuclear codes are kind of, or aren't they, once again in safe hands. Everything is under control according to the rules and doctrine. All they had to say in the White House was, well, there was some problem that we hadn't been contacted. As for the rest, it's an S-bomb question. That's Medvedev. He's calling out the United States. He's saying, you people are so full of it, nobody knows what's happening over there. Nobody can figure out where the chain of command originates from, what happens when an order is given, and Lord knows who's in charge of the nuclear briefcase. What are we looking at here? We're looking at an intelligence-run policy and its network of operatives creating discord all across the world, whether that's foreign policy or domestic policy. That's the big problem that we're facing right now. Mike Benz, some people hate him, some people love him, went over and spoke with Tucker Carlson. I beg you to watch this interview of Tucker Carlson's, if you haven't already. He breaks down how bad things are out there. You can follow him on X, Mike Benz Cyber. Not to give him a plug, but uh, M-I-K-E-B-E-N-Z Cyber. He basically told you on Tucker Carlson's interview how the United States is run by a bunch of megalomaniacs. And if you think you've got a say in how policy is generated and executed in the United States, whether that's domestically or foreign, you've got another thing coming. You think that your election cycle is honest as the day is long? You have another thing coming. He basically broke down how every single thing that we believe in and we believe is American has been bastardized. It's been jeopardized because we have got a deep state. And this deep state is in complete and utter control. And that's the big problem. They have everything at their fingertips, whether it comes to manipulating social media, manipulating points of view, manipulating the very media itself that a lot of the old ham and eggers believe in. They are the ones that completely generate mass public opinion. And I will be getting into it right here on the America Out Loud Network. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart.
Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them, from improving immune health and supporting gut health to reducing the appearance of wrinkles and even improving mind, mood, and energy. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. This is Chris Michaels on the America Out Loud Network, and you're listening to Unleashed. Okay, so I was going to get into the Mike Benz interview that exposed how bad the intelligence apparatus in the United States is manipulating not only domestic policy, but foreign policy, and also how Americans view the political spectrum. In other words, we are at the behests. Well, maybe not us, because we are intelligent individuals capable of critical thought, but most of the ham and eggers out there that are uninformed voters, they are at the behest of the intelligence agencies, unable to discern nonsense from truth. Okay, so here we go. Mike Benz over on Tucker Carlson's uh, website, interview, X, uh, post, whatever you want to call it, he basically breaks down how the intelligence networks throughout the United States decided to manipulate and interfere in an election in 2020 and all throughout Trump's presidency. This is extremely damning. Why? Because... If you don't understand why some agency like the CIA or the FBI, how they are not legally allowed to influence our elections, then you aren't educated enough. They aren't supposed to do anything about 
our elections. They, for as long as their existence, have been engaged in coups and overthrowing foreign governments. Just look up Operation Gladio and what they've done to Italy. We now have Benz saying they've done the same thing to the United States, that more than likely Trump is supposed to be the president of this uh, administration. And we're stuck with this idiot. So what we find out is this. In the United States, we had a massive, massive problem. Well, according to them, this is according to Mike Benz, quote, essentially what they said is, well, the only other domestic intelligence equity we have in the U.S. besides the FBI is the Department of Homeland Security. So we're going to essentially take the CIA's power to rig and bribe foreign media organizations, which is the power they've had since the day they were born in 1947, and we're going to combine that with the power of the domestic jurisdiction of the FBI by putting it at the Department of Homeland Security. What they've done here they being the deep state, they being Barack Obama, and by default at the time, Vice President Joseph Biden, current president of the United States somehow, is they've taken foreign policy agendas and tools that are set at the CIA, brought it over, incorporated it into the Department of Homeland Security, which enabled the FBI to do what it did during Operation Crossfire Hurricane, which is what they did to Donald Trump, why we got Russiagate, why we got Ukrainegate, and on and on we can go down the list. The DHS, according to Mr. Benz, was basically deputized. It was empowered through this obscure little cybersecurity agency to have the combined powers that the CIA has abroad with the jurisdiction of the FBI at home. That is illegal. You're not supposed to be able to do that. What did they do? They created CISA, C-I-S-A. They didn't call it the Disinformation Governance Board. They didn't call it the censorship agency. They gave it an obscure name, he says, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Now, I don't know about you, but maybe in your day job, just like me, we deal with the Department of Redundancy Department. Let's say that again. It is called the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Why are you putting security in the title of the agency two times? I mean, this is the type of intelligence we're dealing with when it comes to the deep state and the rollover Republicans and the World Economic Forum globalist Democrats. They don't even know how to create a name of an agency properly. Okay, this agency was created by Congress in 2018, and here is the huge problem with it. DHS mandates saying that elections are now critical infrastructure. Okay, so this is a very, very important term, this term called critical infrastructure. What does that mean? How did the Department of Homeland Security deem something critical infrastructure? Well, it turns out that critical infrastructure is anything that the deep state wants it to be. So in other words, you are looking at 
elections being critical infrastructure, the interwebs being critical infrastructure. Do you know what else was critical infrastructure? Oh, it was pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer. That was deemed critical infrastructure. Oh, do you know what else? Elections were deemed critical infrastructure. And oh, sit down, everybody, because if you have socks on, they're about to be blown off. So please put on sandals, take off your loafers. The other little bit of America that is deemed critical infrastructure is the mainstream media. CBS, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, ABC, those mainstream media outlets, they're deemed critical infrastructure, and that means that the Department of Homeland Security has its job cut out for it. They're the ones that are supposed to maintain the integrity of the mainstream media. Now you know where to point the finger. It's not that somebody over at Fox News or at MSNBC like Rachel Maddow, it's not them giving their opinions. No, they are the ones abiding by the policy that has been generated by the Department of Homeland Security and by default, the CIA and by default, Easter Island resident Brennan, former CIA Brennan. Uh, by default, um, a, a, a tree stump dweller and Keebler elf, uh, James Clapper. Those people are determining policy. Those people are determining who and what is critical infrastructure, which ultimately falls under the purview of the Department of Homeland Security. Do you think for a second that Trump wasn't elected president moving along mr benz said that oh miss dis and malinformation online are a form of cyber security attack and do you know what happens with that that means that if you dare to question any mainstream narrative you are now a threat to democracy. You, sitting on the bowl for your morning constitutional, tweeting something out which you think is a name, could potentially end up on a list which then deems you a threat to democracy. This is the kind of mindset that we're dealing with. He brings up examples, tweets about mail-in ballots. If you undermine public faith, that's another term. Basically, the term public faith is whatever the mainstream media and the Biden administration deems counter to their narrative, despite it being damaging to the American fabric of society. Undermining public faith and confidence in them, them being the mail-in ballots, as a legitimate form of voting, was now, you were now conducting a cyber attack on U.S. critical infrastructure by articulating misinformation on Twitter. And that means 
you were to be banned and you were to be potentially removed from any social media platform. That's what we're looking at here. That's how damaging this kind of agency and this administration is to the United States of America. They're manipulating you. They're manipulating social consciousness. And they don't care how they do it. Even if they limit your freedom of speech, they just come up with a way to circumvent the Constitution and the Bill of Rights by saying, oh, we're protecting democracy. Are you? Are you? What's, now, since we're asking all of these questions, what is your definition of democracy? Is it a conglomeration of what you and your pals think are democracy? In other words, a liberal world economic forum type globalist democracy. Is that what we're looking at here? Is that what you're saying is democracy? Misinformation. He continues, is a cyber attack on democracy when it undermines the public faith and confidence in our democratic elections and our democratic institutions. So in other words, you mustn't dare question the validity of the election, especially since we have electronic voting machines doing the tallying. If you dare to do that, then you are engaging in a seditionist act that could undermine the faith of democracy. What ended up happening was in advance, very important, keep that in mind, in advance, Mr. Benz says, of the 2020 election starting in April of 2020, although this goes back before you had this essentially never Trump, neoconservative Republican DHS working with essentially NATO on the national security side and essentially the DNC, the Democrats, if you will, to use DHS, Department of Homeland Security, as the launching point for a government-coordinated mass censorship campaign spanning every single social media platform on Earth in order to pre-censor the ability to dispute the legitimacy of mail-in ballots. Now, that is a loaded paragraph. There's a lot there to digest, but I'm going to break it down to you as a critical thinker, lovable fuzzball, and broadcast professional. In other words, the elections were probably, I have to say that, rigged. And they knew which way the elections were going to go months ahead of the actual election. How could anybody in their right mind say that Joseph Biden is the legitimate president of the United States? You have to be a fool to realize that Donald Trump is not the rightful holder of the executive branch in the White House. That's how bad we've gotten here. Think about what he just said. They knew how to pre-censor the ability to dispute the legitimacy of mail-in ballots. 
In other words, the deep state, the Democrats, the rollover Republicans, they knew that Biden was going to win this election. And they had to pre-censor, preempt any kind of questioning of the legitimacy of one, electronic voting machines, two, mail-in ballots. They created AI and certain algorithms to censor anybody that said, wait a minute, I'm capable of critical thought. I don't think this is supposed to happen. Pre-censoring implies that there is an agenda, there is a schedule, and there is a predetermined outcome. And that predetermined outcome was that Donald Trump was not going to get into the office for a second consecutive term. He even says, Mr. Benz, April of 2020. How could you know the outcome? Why would you pre-censor something in April of 2020 when the election is in November of 2020? Exactly. Exactly. Do you think for a second that this kind of behavior isn't going to maintain itself throughout this 2024 election cycle? Of course it is. And they've had years to perfect the kind of subversive activities to try and steal this election. And I have news for the vote harder crowd. It ain't going to work. You got to come up with something else. It's got to be something that reigns legitimacy across the election cycle. And if you think for a second that any of these court cases are going to stop Trump, that's the wrong kind of mindset. I mean, you saw what happened last week. $364 million verdict against Trump with Judge Engeron. Judge Angeron, his hideous wife, tweeting all sorts of disgusting things. Secretly, by the way, his dumb son somehow got into the courtroom itself to watch what was happening to Trump. Somehow, Judge Angeron was not um, going to allow Trump to have a jury. So basically, Judge Angeron, judge, jury, executioner against this case. And we all knew which way this verdict was going to go. The deep state acts in incredible ways. And they're not going to stop with Trump. They're going to keep pressing on you. They're not going to stop with people like Judge Angeron. This kind of behavior, this lawfare, is going to continue. Thankfully, we've got stooges like Fannie Willis, who, I don't, I don't know who's worse, her or her father, that come out there and under the slightest bit of scrutiny just fall apart. I mean, her father came out there and said, well, Fannie Willis, she's over at the Fulton County, and she's the one going after Donald Trump. I mean, of course she would pay people in cash. Uh, because black people, uh, they don't trust banks, and black people, uh, they 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 pay people in cash. Um, basically, he said that 
Fannie Willis committed crimes because she's a black person. How stupid is her father? Basically, what happened was Fannie Willis, uh, Fulton County DA, paid her paramour upwards of a, a million dollars in some cases. And what the DA did was paid the lead prosecutor against Trump, Mr. Wade, in cash. Well, that's illegal. And then she says, well, I kept some of the campaign money that I generated. And her father is validating it, one, and two, saying, oh, that's perfectly fine because we dis distrust government. I don't know how dumber you can get, but this is it. I mean, it, this just proves to you that these people are not cut out for legitimate courtrooms and legitimate law and order. If these are the best people that Trump has to face, then we are looking pretty good. That's the main point with all of this, because these people are paper tigers. They do not know how to conduct themselves. They do not know how to legally pay people. And they engage in essentially favoritism, which is going to be illegal if you are a DA somewhere. So if this is what we're facing, then we're going to have a fantastic 2024, and I can't wait to see the rest of it. Okay, I'm over. This is Chris Michaels. You've been listening to Unleashed on the America Out Loud Network. As always, Unleashed will be back four more days in the week, five days a week, five different hosts You've got to be locked in, and if you think that's enough, well, you're wrong. There are plenty of other hosts all across this radio network that you need to be listening to, including Greg Bolden, so I implore you to do that. Do not forget to stop by the website. Look at some of those sponsors. Look at the book list on americaoutloud.news because you will have a fantastic time engaging in critical thought reading about brilliance and also being able to en en enhance your health with some of the products at that website. This is Chris Michaels. You've been listening to Unleashed on the America Out Loud Radio Network.